This is episode 107 of the Rise Up Podcast. We're a morning radio show hosted by Steve and Tim on Family Life, a network of stations across New York and Pennsylvania. This podcast is a weekly conversation designed to help you think and laugh and keep your eyes on Jesus. If you haven't already, subscribe today so you don't miss a single episode. And find out more about our show at familylife.org. Today is the day the Lord has made. Rejoice and be glad in it. This is Rise Up on Family Life. It was the perfect evening. Uh, or maybe very much not. Hmm. <laughs> We're talking. Steve, do you have any dates you want to recount? Maybe the date's gone wrong because they're not all the perfect evening. Two things come to mind. Two instances. One, I would consider like a, oh, that's awful. Uh, and the second one is still to this day somewhat of a mystery. It's an interesting date story, hmm. yet still somewhat of a mystery. And I think you'll find it interesting. Let me start with my first one, which was the, uh, and unfortunately it was with my wife and here it had nothing to do with my wife. It was just, she happened to right. be, we had a very special time. This was years ago and we're going to get dressed up and go out for a very nice date for a very special time at a very special restaurant. So I get my suit coat, a sport coat on, you know, whatever, and I'm all dressed up and everything. And we park and we're looking forward to a beautiful evening. <laughs> and it was a very, it was a spring day, just just perfect weather and very comfortable. And we're walking from the parking lot to this very nice hotel that had a very nice restaurant inside. Yeah, yeah. And we're still outside and we go under a whole bunch of uh, trees. There was a whole bunch of beautifully, uh, beautiful trees uh, aligned by the sidewalk. And we're walking, we're maybe 10, 15 yards from the front door. And all of a sudden I hear a bunch of birds flying by and, oh, and a bunch no. of tweets. And all of a sudden no, no. I heard a sound, which I don't even know what I'm, I'm not, not going to make the sound. And all of a sudden I looked down and on my beautiful sport coat, oh, no. a bird, a bird had decided no. to no. do what birds do. But this one was splatted all over my sport coat. Oh no. So when you say, you know, dates gone wrong or bad wow. dates, it was a date with my wife. Wow. And, and, and I uh, likely didn't wear the sport coat that night, took it off and, and uh, had to have it oh. clean. But that's comes to mind when you say bad dates, it's just like certain things could ruin it. And that kind of, I guess we still had a good time, but that's for some reason stands out uh, as what I remember about that night. Well, uh, yeah, I wonder why. Forgive me if you already said this. You married already at yes, this point? Yes, we were already okay. married. Yeah. I don't know if it was like, yes, yes it's with Audrey, no, but maybe it was from before. You're, no, you're no, already we, were already, we were already married, and it was one of those romantic, like, oh, I'm going to take my wife out. We're going to have a beautiful evening and wow. and that kind of thing. And then, That's you know, perfectly bad. Yeah, but yeah. But here's my other thought and question about that. Mm -hmm. Were you in the moment able to see any of the humor in yeah. it? We did laugh okay, quite a bit, okay, so okay. so it did it did it did cause some some pretty good uh, some pretty good uh, conversation. What's interesting about it now that I think about it, and I'm not making this part up. You know, a bird did that on my. The name of the place was okay. the the Warren Duck Club. <laughs> So it did have a, maybe it was warning me. Maybe the birds were saying, look out, here they come. But anyway, uh, maybe they were. From one bird to another. From one bird to oh, another. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I, um, yeah, so Valentine's Day is coming up. And I've got a friend who he and I, we were in college, both of us as sophomores. And we were both going to take our girlfriends at the time on our first Valentine's dates not just our first Valentine's dates with them, mm -hmm. but like our, 
our first Valentine's dates at all. So it's kind of like, you know, they feel like there's a lot of pressure on this thing. Maybe it's a little different, Steve, when it's a Valentine's date with your wife, mm-hmm. because like, not that you should ever leave the mentality of wanting to do the best for the person that you're with, even when you're married to them. But it feels like there's more pressure when you're dating. Like we make it kind of a performance type thing. How good is it going to be this date? Well, so both of us have these big plans. Pretty sure he, they're very outdoorsy. They're going to like go skiing or something. My wife and I, simple enough, should be going to go, going to eat some delicious Italian food. We're going to get a cute stuffed animal at the at the build your own bear workshop thing. We're like, this is going to be adorable and mm-hmm. she's going to love it. These are her favorite things I've planned out together. Well, nobody's favorite thing is being stuck in like basically blizzard weather Uh-oh. on the highway. Mm. I have ne- I don't know that I've ever been driving on a highway in such bad weather as this. Maybe the only time I've ever seen a car in the middle of the highway, not on the side, left or right, mm-hmm. smack dab in the middle of the highway, in the middle of a city with its emergency flashers on. We're in traffic for like, I felt like hours, plural. Man, things did not get better after that. Dinner was, uh, then we get to the build your own workshop bear thing. Right. And we look at it and we're like, it's closed. Oh, it's please. closed after all oh. this. They were just almost closed. We snuck in, we got in, we got our little Build-A-Bear out of it. If there's a happy face I can put on this today, there's actually two, but I'll tell you one of them right now. The happy face I can put on this is that that Build-A-Bear that Mm -hmm. we got then, it kind of got forgotten after a while, but now our little daughter loves that little bear. Same one? The same bear that was from that date that went wrong in so many ways, but it's like, hey, if we had known, if we had known... At that moment, like where it was going to go someday, that would have changed everything about it for us. That was a Romans 8, 28 date right there. You really could say that. God works all things together. Yeah, there's a way you can look at the, it like that. The little Build-A-Bear for I your think there's something in that. daughter when you were just dating. Yep. It's a long title for that, but um, <laughs> but you get understand. Now, my, my second, you remember I had said, I said one was, a, and one was already a date with my wife, Audrey. We mm-hmm. were married and it was a date that that happened. Now, there was another one when I was a single man. And I had an unusual date that still is kind of a mystery to me to this day. It was the most unusual premise for a date that uh, I've ever had in my entire life. For a couple of summers during uh, college, uh, my summer job was uh, I was one of those telemarketers. I was one of those people that back when you used to have phones in your home, um, (laughs) that kind of thing. And uh, you'd talk to us. at Yeah. Right. Dinner time usually and interrupt Mm -hmm. your dinner. You were good at that. I was that guy. (laughs) Uh, And so that was an unusual job for a couple of years. But we would have these lists. uh, How we get wasn't just a phone book. It was a list and would have the person's name and the phone number and the address. And so I called and talked to a very nice lady for a while. Again, I'm in my early 20s and this was the mother of the house. And I talked to her and and she bought a couple of we sold magazines through youth organizations. So Mm. she was very nice and sold a few magazines. I was on the phone with her for probably 10 minutes or so. And that was good. Hung up, you know, wrote the order up, go to the next call. Didn't pay attention to the address. I just saw the name, Mm. first name. And so I called. Well, it ends up it was a separate uh, number, same address. It was the daughter of the person. Oh, she had a phone upstairs in her room. And so I introduced myself and she goes, did you just talk to my mom for a while? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. And we kind of laughed about it and kind of chatted. And and so here we were just, just chatting away. Well, I'll fast forward. 
And by the end of the phone conversation, which was probably bad business for me, because I knew I wasn't going to sell her any magazines, but she sounded fun on the phone. So <laughs> I stayed on the phone for like 10 or 15 minutes and just talked to her. By the end of the phone, <laughs> we had set up a dinner date. What? Talk about a blind date. Wow. Yeah. Well, you already talked to her mom. I did talk to her mom. So there's that. She seemed like a nice person, I guess. So what? here's the thing. We met for the date. We lived in two separate towns, probably a half hour away, but we met at a place in the, in the middle. Uh, met for dinner, of course, oh. you know, and like, are you that person? I thought, you know, anyway, so we, we met for dinner, had a great time at dinner, great oh. conversation. And at the end of the dinner, she drove home and I drove t home. It was the last I've ever oh, no. <laughs> seen her or talked to her. Well, that was that. That was that. It was just Isn't sharp that, but sweet. Sharp, that mysterious. And it's so, so mysterious. Because when I look back on it, I'm like, well, why didn't I call her again? Or why? I mean, we seem to have a good time, I guess. And wow. So I didn't call that's her wild. back. She, so that's, maybe she'll hear this podcast. Maybe so. It was a mysterious, yeah, the search very mysterious date. But uh, at least, as you heard earlier, at least I didn't have a sport coat get. You yeah. Know, well, and you, and you didn't get stuck in a blizzard or anything like that. No, no. Which, and I want to just real briefly sure. go back to what I said about my buddy's date too, because he had a terrible date. But what's funny about that is that he and I are both now mm -hmm. married to the then girlfriends that we took on our then first Valentine's dates. Huh. And it's funny because John and I, my friend, we reflect probably most years because we talk a lot still about like every year. Hey, remember the worst Valentine's dates ever? And like we we love to remember how bad they were because we know that things turned out better than we thought they would. Because mm -hmm. now both of us look back on saying we, we have a family. We are we love this person. We're together mm -hmm. with this person. Those things, those expectations, those problems we thought they were at the time, mm -hmm. like removed. Now that you look at the big history of it, right. maybe even Steve the Romans 828 perspective, how all things work together for good might not you know you look at really no you yeah. know you do look at the big picture and you say okay there are times where birds mess on the sport jacket there are times where dates don't go mm. anything like what we expected but in the long run and we're even thinking now about the longest run of eternity we can say all things work together for the good of those who love god and and that's the perspective looking at all things working together for God's glory. If if a messed up Valentine's Day can get my mind to like be able to focus on that internal perspective, really it's all worth it. Starting your day with fun and encouragement. This is Rise Up on Family Life. We're looking for free entertainment right. when the kids are like, you know, before school age and you're looking to spend a few hours doing things. Oh, oh, oh so we just did one last night, my daughter and I, one of our our lobster date. Now, we don't split a steamed lobster tail. It's when we go to the grocery store. We look oh. at the lobsters in the tank. Oh, oh I remember that as a that. kid. That mm -hmm. is fun. Yeah. Good morning. Who's this? It's Jim. I'm in Marathon. Does this bring up memories, or do you currently have youngsters? I have three boys. Mm. What do you do for free entertainment? So, tractor supply. They have, like, the chicks and the ducks. Yes. They can the tractor supply. And they can get the chicks and ducks and let peep at them. Yes. <laughs> you know? My nieces and nephew love that. And, and and we haven't done that yet. And our family, oh, but the cousins love it. We're going to have to try that out. This is mean, something fun to do. And they get to see baby, baby chicks and ducks. Hi, good morning. This is Jonathan from Athens. I do have three boys at home, and um, we would go to the mall and, and ride the escalator. We would do that for, for, for some time. <laughs> that is fabulous. That's great. That is so like, good. Park, you know? It goes up. Oh, and watch this, kids. Oh, it goes down. <laughs> 
reminding you that God is in charge today and every day. It's Rise Up with Steve and Tim on Family Life. I don't typically pay the slightest attention to things like this, like who's winning these music awards and such, but it, it caught my eye when I saw this one from the Barbie movie, Got a Grammy. And, and it's not, this doesn't, we're not talking about the song or the movie really per se here, but it's kind of more about us as people in a society. The song's called What Was I Made For? And it gets Song of the Year. Now you got to think like, wow, what is that? What's that saying about us? That question, like you think in our current confused age, we're all looking for meaning. And a song called What Was I Made For? We're all agreeing saying that's that's the song of the year. It makes you just think. The modern world, it's it's a heavy place. Folks feel like picking a song that they relate to that says basically feel like a like a like a toy, like a made thing, wondering if we're important. What's really real? Why are we even here? And those are good questions. Those mm -hmm. are really good questions. Before you know why you're here, I think we've got to look around and say, yeah, there's, there's got to be more than this. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. It's Rise Up with Steve and Tim on Family Life. Congratulations. Congratulations to you who have made the, maybe you just made this decision maybe yesterday or mm. maybe just recently to follow Jesus. Wow. For the first time. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah. You're wondering what's that path look like? What's mm. that path ahead of me look like? And I think for, I can speak for many of uh, us who have followed Jesus for years. I think as you approach day by day, moment by moment, that decision to follow Jesus it's the smartest, hmm. scariest, <laughs> most thrilling, wow. and fulfilling path you'll ever follow. Coffee? Check. Music? Check. Fun and encouragement? Check and check. It's Rise Up with Steve and Tim on Family Life. So I think it's probably safe to say that Jesus liked figs. I, they were a popular fruit at his time. Okay. There's this kind of shocking story in the Bible, actually, where Jesus curses a fig tree because oh it didn't have any fruit on it. It was like a metaphor. But but still, the figs would have been a big treat in his time. Now, I was looking at a package of fig bars in my house the other day, my cupboard. This wouldn't be news other than the fact that, I mean, it, they're fine snacks. Mm -hmm. The expiration date on it, though, says April 2024 A.D., like, well, yeah, <laughs> it didn't really occur to me. Any of the snacks in my cupboard would have been from the B.C. times well, okay. before Christ. Well, I wasn't thinking these were like the figs mm. from the Bible story here in my cupboard. <laughs> May the blessings of the Lord be with you in all that you do today. This is Rise Up on Family Life.